<laughs> Limited potential. <laughs> hey, everybody. You're listening to the Gone Gaming Podcast. This is episode six. We'll be chatting about games that made you feel and things that feel good in your hands. We're talking controllers, specifically controllers. Sure. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Gone Gaming Podcast. Like, subscribe, and leave us a review. For more information, you can also check us out at ltdpotential.com. So sit back and relax as we're about to power on. Welcome to Gone Gaming. I'm Luca. I'm Ashton. And I'm Matt. And we are your uninformed source for gaming news. How's it going, guys? Grand. What's up, Ashton? Not much. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We're back after E3. Yeah, yeah. It's been an exciting week. Yeah. We've uh, done nothing, really. No, not really. No, <sighs> no. I can say that it has in no way, shape, or form made my life better that mm. E3 happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Yeah, I think that's what we all kind of came to an agreement, where it uh, hasn't, didn't change our lives at all. You said it just now, and I completely remembered that it happened. But if you had not said it, I would have gone the rest of my life forgetting that E3 is a thing. Well, you would you remember where you saw Spider-Man and got excited for it? I would have assumed it was a trailer for the upcoming movie that's getting wonderful reviews is online. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's seen it so far. But we're not going to talk about that today. I was shooting a little webs here. Just keep your webs in your pants. Okay. Don't shoot them anywhere. Matt, how's it going? It's going. You look tired. A little. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. Yeah. Started Zelda again. Breath of the Wild. Yes, sir. Very good. I thought you were going to be on uh, Ocarina again. No, No, did did you finish that one? Yeah, finished it. Now I'm back on Breath of the Wild. So, what do you plan to achieve round two? The same enjoyment I got the first time from playing it, just like you play any other game a second time for fun. Hmm. The uh, I don't really play games two times. I got to say this. Really? Yeah, I rarely play a game twice. The DLC for that game should have been called Wild Breath, and it should have been a whole spin on how he runs around instead of using weapons, he just breathes on people. I, was, I thought it was maybe like Princess Zelda. Now that they like meet up again, realizes how bad Link's breath is after a hundred years, and he's got to find like the only Listerine in the whole. Whole, I guess, map. It's a pretty big map. The trailer gets recut to be like, um, almost like a a perfume commercial. And at the end, it's just they're about to kiss, and she goes, "Wild breath." I have to say, <laughs> playing Breath of the Wild again, I totally forgot how clutch holding down the whistle button and run tapping run at the same time Honestly, is in that game. Glitches and cheat codes are what make games. Like if you go back to like normal NES playing Contra, there's no way you're beating that game without that Game Genie all day, baby. With the Capcom yeah. code, or is it up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right? A B A B starts left. Yeah. yeah. I, the only one code. Mm-hmm. The only one I remember through and through is A B A C A B B. Yeah, you played Bl- Sega. I don't know what this that was C for Sega, is. right? Blood code for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it was a good. Not nice, nice. Well, speaking of. That's got nothing to do with Blood or Mortal Kombat, actually. <laughs> We're, uh, no. No, not at all. Solid segue. Thank you. Um, really want to talk about an interesting interesting topic that we were discussing for the past little while. Mm-hmm. Um, something that we wanted to do. And I think at some point, I would, I would assume any player that has any sort of, I don't know, humanity, feelings, 
would, uh, you know, playing video games would get some kind of emotion. Yeah, like people who play single player games, because there's a lot of guys that just jump on for the multiplayer. But if you play the single player games, if you were like back when we started, it was only single player games, the only games you were playing. Yeah. And so if you wanted to see a good story, these are the games we're talking about, the ones that made you feel. Games that made you feel is the topic of discussion today. Oh, I feel things. For for the millennials like Matt here, the feels, the games that gave you the feels. Yeah, pulled mm. on your heartstrings. Yes, emotions. But we're going to limit those because there's some games we were chatting about earlier that gave us different kinds of emotions. Sweet emotions, if mm-hmm. you will. And Frank, actually, you were talking about that kind of game. <laughs> Listen, I used to... I'm just... Full, full disclosure here, I was one of those kids that just kept hitting the space bar in Duke Nukem. So we like know cash, what, yeah. cash would rain down and they would shake it, baby. Shake yes. it, baby. So I gave you a type of emotion. He had to uh, replace the springs in his space bar. <laughs> you guys are talking about emotions that pour out of your hearts and eyes. I'm talking about an emotion that existed in my nether regions yes. that poured out of my... Your loins. <laughs> yes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well put. Well put. So uh, who want to start? Uh I'm. I. I'll, I'll be talking. honest. You're <laughs> talking. Everybody looked. Everybody looked at Frank, and Frank just because uh, we all know you. You might have one, or you might not. So we want to see where this is going with you. Yeah, for the amount of games we've all played, maybe excluding yourself to a degree, like to the amount of games Luca and I and and you know Matt have played. Curious to know if you've reached that level playing any game, something that's as Matt said, tugged. I'll be honest on your heartstrings. One game. One game got me emotional in the sense that I was so happy that I got to the point of the game that I did mm-hmm. because I'd gone a really, really long time in my life without beating a game. Okay. And it was just kind of like this thing where I thought, maybe I can do this. Because was, it, was it Rampage? No. No, it was close. <laughs> continue. Close. I do love destruction by, by giant monsters. C- but continue. Ocarina of Time, I, I distinctly mm-hmm. remember but right before we went into the, the Temple of Time to pull out the sword... The part that led to that, I think you had to go inside like it was like an underbelly or like it was, well, there's, there was there's tentacles. Part... Okay, and I remember near the end there was the whole you meet the sages, the six or seven sages, seven sages in like that like dark area. It's kind of like waterfalls are flowing or something. You got locked in it. So yeah. basically, the lead up to that, I hadn't beaten a game. I honestly can't. Eat. I, I I'm one of those kids that still can't beat Super Mario. You know, everybody can beat Super Mario three. I can't beat Super Mario 3. I wonder if I've ever beaten it. I think I've beaten it, but I've done the shortcuts, the warps, and all that. That's right. still To me, that's still beating a game. Okay. I've never, I can't even do that with both whistles. So getting to that stage in Temple of Time, and I know it's kind of like the halfway point, maybe. Oh, you mean when you first go into Temple of Time? When I first got in, it was like progression. Okay. And just having that cool cinematic happen and yeah, yeah. seeing it for the first time. Because I think that was like the first game that really had great cinematics yeah, yeah, yeah. of its era. For sure. And just, I remember getting a little like like teary-eyed, just thinking like, man, this is so cool. I can't believe video games look like this now. It's like, look at the graphics. And now you look back and like... <laughs> I didn't have that feeling like when we jumped from Nintendo to Sega. Like, jumping from Mario to to to, Son- to Sonic, okay. it, I didn't. I was never filled with, like, emotion. But getting to something like Ocarina of Time yeah, yeah. was just like, wow, I can't believe this. And at the end of the game, you know, the music was great for that game. And it's like, you're basically, you're going to go back to a point where none of this has happened. You never went to the future. Once you put in, like, that kind of, that, that was kind of emotional for me, too. But yeah. It's not my top one, but it's up there for me. Even silly things like the Deku tree dying. Yeah. Like that stuff, 
because the cinematics had never been there before, it was just this completely new experience. And that, that really sort of, that's the only game I think that's ever tugged at my heartstrings. Essentially all the sieges that you meet die. That's true, yes. He didn't care about those, though. No. The, the, Deku, the tree, though. Man. His friend? The, the Deku tree, because it's in nature. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's symbolism. <laughs> was there was there any any watershed moments? Did you? Yeah, probably just the first. Actually, you know what? For accomplishment, I felt it when I finally began it at the end. Because really? that, that game just had this like beautiful feel of like mm-hmm. the way it ended. Even the actual gameplay had like a cinematic feel where you were running up that spiraling staircase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up the you, tower. Get, you get to the top and you have your boss fight. The mm-hmm. boss fight to end all boss fights. And they're always epic. They're never like difficult, but they're epic. Yeah, they I think they structure it in such a way that you're meant to feel this like emotional closure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You lose so. the master sword too, and it gets you put hit it back inside the... the ring of fire. You have to beat him with the, the hammer. Oh, okay, okay. And you're sitting there and you're thinking, like, how am I going to beat him without the sword that seals away the darkness? Like, I got the light arrows. The light arrows are key. Yeah. But. That's, that's, that's true, Matt. How am I going to do this? That, yeah, that, that that's game, what you're the way at you that put time. it. Yeah. That game gave us, like, that was like the first game I ever played that gave me, like, real emotional catharsis, like, from start to finish. Yeah, it's a solid game. One of the best ever. Yeah. Hmm. Even going back and reading it. That's a good choice. That's, that's really all I got. Okay. I mean, I, like, I can't say Contra or Mortal Kombat gave me emotional closure. Ripping people's heads off and shooting yeah. hundreds of thousands of side-scrolled enemies. If you cried in, like, you know, if you have that emotion of, like, crying to that and not, like, in a sad, in, like, a I'm creeped out way, you should go see a doctor. Using the power glove made me cry a lot because of how shit it was. <laughs> <laughs> well played. All right. Are we just going around the table? Yeah. Yes. Matt, so you're I up. Yes, I'm up. Yeah. Uh, Mine's easy. I feel bad picking it because it's such an easy target. I but think everyone wanted to. If it's the yeah, one I'm thinking, it's the one everyone wants. It's to the use. Last of Us. Wait, wait. Oh, I was gonna say we should <laughs> do it. We should do in. an on three countdown yeah. and say it for you. That would have been. Yeah, it's it's that obvious. So the Last of Us. It, yeah, it might be though, like one of the most emotional, if not the most emotional game of all. Yeah, time. I mean, mm-hmm. when you start the game off. And you start off and you're the, his daughter and you're running around in the mm-hmm. house and then it leads to her getting killed mm-hmm. and him holding her. If, if that's like not the a last gut, breath, yeah. she's like, like wheezing and like the, yeah, if not, that's not a gut punch to the stomach. Oh, of, Frank, wow. you haven't played this, have you? He's yeah, not going maybe, to. Maybe, maybe spoilers. You want to spoiler it? Well, I mean, it's been out for like five years. Six it's years. no excuse. You guys know where I stand <laughs> with playing video okay, games. Well, then, the intro takes what? 20 minutes? Roughly. Something like that. So Matt, what you should put it on. Yeah, I'll put it on for you. After. Like right now. Matt, what else drew tears from your eyes in this game? Um, well, what, what was the main part? Was it the beginning? Because I think you mentioned something. Well, the beginning like, sets the tone and mood of the game where you realize right. this is a weighty game. There's mm-hmm. a lot to it. Like um, a Pixar movie. Yes. There's like a Up. Yes. Oh, man. There's another part that kind of made my stomach turn and just hit me. You're running through the subway. Mm-hmm. underground mm-hmm. and there's a guy who can't breathe and he something's collapsed on him and he you pull the gun out and you just pop him in the head but you see him begging for help and the way they animate him begging for help like you <clears throat> see the struggle and the despair in the guy and you just kill him without thinking about it what was the what was your emotional feeling once you hit whatever button pulled the trigger i didn't care like it's not my problem. You got in this situation, guys. My theory has been confirmed. Matt is a sociopath. Yeah, no, but he's like, he's like go ahead, beg, beg like an end. <laughs> the scene that, or the part in the game that really killed me is when you're 
you're on your way to the final part of the game and Ellie runs out and she sees something. You don't realize what she sees. And when she finally steps out and she's on this balcony and there's a giraffe and she's looking at this giraffe and she's petting it. <laughs> I'm sorry. With, with no, no, no context. I with no context. That. that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> she sees a giraffe. Yes. Well, you have to remember, she was born in a world where it was yeah. falling apart. She lives in a quarantine zone that she's not able to step out of. The world's it, torn apart. I never apart. even realized yeah. that. You're right. Yeah. She she's never got never to see s- the regular world. She's yeah. born into a world where there's... I don't know, man. It's Food just stamps, funny. essentially. There's infected people dying. You She's under the car- game, Frank. Frank, car- you're a piece curfew. of shit for you know, laughing you, at that. Do you know what's funny, you're though? All the stuff he said was. about her being born. He's like, th- she was born in a world with food stamps, curfew. Like, all those things exist in the real world. <laughs> yeah, those are, like, but, literally North American things. Yes, you're right. But she doesn't have to worry about getting infected and turning into a flesh-eating monster. I don't think we have to worry about that. The, in the, the flesh eating monster, know. yeah, I could, I could pass on that. Yeah, that's. I think we're splitting hairs. That's, Depends that's, on your that's, definition that seems, of infected. That seems like a tomato tomato situation. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. No, it's actually. I never even thought of it that way. It because, is. Yeah, sorry. Like the fact that there's, we have the privilege right now. We can go to a zoo, whatever we want. Yeah. See imprisoned animals. Yeah, it's a privilege. I mean, it is. I have to admit now that you shut down Luca completely <laughs> that yes, at that point at that point in the game, uh you're running around and seeing no life. The only life forms are again other humans which are pretty much assholes so well, you're trying to kill you. They're trying to and eat the you. and the clickers, right? Yeah. It- so you got no other forms of life, maybe a few bugs here and there, and then you're kinda of going through this uh dilapidated world. You come out and of course it's not just like fucking giraffe is right there, but uh, you're on like what is it like? A, is it a balcony or a no highway like, or no like, pass? It's a building. You're in a building. You're in a building, There's building a right? Little balcony. It's and not like it, the it opens up. It's not the university campus. No, I mean, it's close to it, and, and it opens up, and it's this massive landscape, and then you just see these giraffes slowly coming by, and it is kind of like a holy shit moment. Like it, it, it takes your breath away. And it's yeah, because like, wow. she runs, she pets it, and you can see she's never experienced that thing that yeah. we take for granted every day. And there's a couple other cues in that game that really. You don't notice, but when you go back and play it a few times, you pick up on it. Mm-hmm. A few times, Joel will show Ellie will mention something about a certain thing or a family, and Joel will always look at his watch that his daughter gives him that doesn't yeah. work anymore. Yeah, oh, okay. But he always looks at it as a reminder of his huh. daughter. And mm-hmm. the difference and why that part hits you is because their bond changes from when Joel meets Ellie to that point. Yeah. It's a. They're two different characters. They're two different people. They have a she's stronger there, bond. They're just to like bring her to whatever location at first, and then it's yeah. That well, that's just it. It starts off as a just bring her here, and that's it. And then he ends up falling in love with her as a daughter. Yeah, and, yeah. sounds like the plot of Logan. Actually, there's a picture of Logan, which is like, oh my god. Yeah. And it basically like this is the new uh, the new. I guess Last of Us movie in production. It's Hugh Jackman with whoever the. But the, the, the shot is exactly like the game because it's it's Joel and Ellie in a car. Obviously, Joel's driving. And Ellie's kind of looking out the window, yeah. and then the shot is when you got Logan in the car with X twenty three, and she's there looking out the window. Oh, yeah, that They're both scruffy, shot. you know. They, he's got the beard. Like it's it's amazing. Qu- quick question about the drafts. <clears throat> Why are they alive? Can can drafts or can animals become zombies in this game? No, no, no. it was only uh, it's a cor- it's a disease in cordyceps that affects humans. Have you read The Road by Cormac McCarthy? I have. Think of that book as The Last of Us. 
Okay. All right. So it's it's one in the same essentially. That book was depressing, man. That's why this book pulls on your heartstrings because it's just a dark, gritty game. I don't know, McCor- Cormac McCarthy. Like his books are just—they take me to a place that I don't really want to go. So yeah, totally. I, I think I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to skip Last of Us. But now that I know the giraffes are there at the end, I can <laughs> see how it, it it pulled at your heartstrings. But mm-hmm. I, but I, to me, honestly, the the moment, the first moment was the most emotional in the game. But yeah. at the end. If you don't want to hear Frank, I'd, I'd earmuff it if I were you. No, no, give give, give just, me the give me the do goods. This, Frank, you'll be fine. Yeah, you can still hear. <laughs> I'm just pressing my my headphones. headset closer to but, my ears. So at the end, when he's basically he has to give up Ellie because she's immune to the, the to the disease, and so they're going to do experiments on her, probably kill her. He decides he's going to break her out. He's not going to lose his other daughter now. So he like yeah. breaks her out, even though it's not. You're screwing over mankind, but he's getting his daughter out. Wait a second. They're going to do experiments on this little girl. Can't they just take a sample of her blood and work no. from that? No, 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 because it's in the brain. So they're going to... They're going yes. to basically kill her for humankind. There's I'm not going to lie. her brain that was immune to it. So little, in order for her to live, she wouldn't. It mm-hmm. seems like a pretty funny twist to this game would be if there's two levels of zombie. There's mindless mm-hmm. run you down, eat you zombie, and then maintained like 99% of their humanity zombie. Mm-hmm. So like if you were formerly a doctor, you'd still be a doctor. Yeah. But that like 1% knew that turns like, no, we couldn't do it with a blood sample. We're going to need to see her brain. <laughs> we need to see her We're going to need to eat, I mean, see her brain. <laughs> well, yeah, good point though, Luca. The whole ending, you end up, it, the big twist for anyone that hasn't played it, spoiler alert. So <laughs> you don't upset that. Frank. That's a touch Whoa. weight. That's a touch weight, well, Matt. I'm going to give the whole ending away. Turn the sirens down. The fact that you're potentially given the opportunity to cure the this whole disease and fix the world yeah or keep her alive for your own selfish reasons and he picks the selfish he wasn't going to lose a second daughter yeah yeah you you end up playing the bad guy in a way oh yeah which is awesome yeah but in all fairness to him you know how many trials they go through with like cosmetics on animals and those animals all die they would have needed more than one brain yeah, there's no sure. saying that it was a one-and-done cure thing. <laughs> and really, are we worth saving? It's also a good point. Not really. But this moment yeah. was bought to you by Frank. If, I, can if, see, I can see why Frank doesn't cry during any games. No. Just Stone cold. Overanalyzes. You're a robot. we got to give the world back to the giraffes. <laughs> good people. <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, Matt, you're banging on on that one. That's a... That that was there, but I had I figured you guys would would say that, yeah, so I went with the different game. You'd have to to I make went, it interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we all pick the last one. All right, all right. Have some fun, guys. No, um, I, I went with uh, with the Mass Effect. I, I guess trilogy. I guess the way it ended. I know a lot of the game got a lot of flack for how it ended, but basically throughout the game, you you obtain a crew and you make decisions and you know, so your crew kind of changes. You can. I think in the first one you had to choose between two characters and whoever you chose went with you to like Mass Effect 2 or, or whatever it was. And so at the end, basically Shepard, Commander Shepard, he to save the whole universe. So the guy's like saving the universe and like I guess it's the way they played the music, you know. For me, music. Music gets me. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. When you don't have a score, you might as well just huge, not huge release part. the thing yeah. you're releasing. Like it could just be like a kid playing basketball and they throw on good music, I'm gonna start crying. Well that's that's what gets horror movies, right? It's yeah. if you take out the music, it's just nothing really. Yeah. Actually, There's I don't no know. Suspense. I feel like I feel like with horror movies, if you don't have a score and you let like the darkness and the, the lack of sound 
take hold of the viewer. You never know when it's going to come. Yeah, but then it's not you're not expecting it, right? Because the sound is what gets you in that okay, something bad's going to happen, and it gets you prepared. And then something bad anxious. happens, I like especially suspense movies. Take out the sound, you got nothing. Yeah, it's, you're it's, not anxious because then when yeah. you see something happen on screen, there's a delayed reaction to you processing it. Like, oh shit, the bad guy's there. Okay, he just stabbed her. Cool. I don't know. I've seen I've seen for horror it work both ways. Like I really? get the, well. Think about it. You got Jaws, right? Jaws has the doom 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 doom. Mm-hmm. You know the sharks. Coming. You know the sharks coming as the music speeds up. It leads yeah. you to believe he's getting closer. But if you watch a movie like Open Water, a person's just treading water out there in the middle of the ocean, and suddenly the per- the one person they're stuck out there with gets sucked into the water, and they're out there in utter silence. That silence is deafening. I guess it mm. depends on the movie. It really does. Maybe. Depends maybe. on the story. Maybe it depends on the on the artistic vision of the creators. Yeah. So pulling the music back into Mass Effect. Yeah. So for Mass Effect, he, he basically he runs into I guess the he's in like the mothership, I guess, of these basic I guess they're the guardians of the universe where once civilizations advance too much, they wipe them all out so the universe starts fresh again. I guess, you know, Commander Shepard's good enough to get onto this ship and he talks to whatever it is, an AI or some sort of being. I, I believe it's an AI at the end of the game. And and he basically says his decision is to let us survive. So you kind of have a choice, like three ways, how you want to let us people survive, like just the way it is or like to migrate with AI or whatever it is. Anyways, whatever your choice is, you run into this beam and you see all the people you lost and it's like you, you've played this game so long. Like each Mass Effect wasn't a short game. So you played three, you know, three long games, and then you see all the characters you've lost. That kind of hit hit the heartstrings. You, and basically, you you deteriorate in this like energy beam, and it's like showing all the guys you lost. So that's probably one of the more mm-hmm. emotional games I played. You sounded like you're getting emotional as you were telling us about it. It's allergy season right now, <laughs> and that's why my eyes are my eyes are watering right now. You might say there's a mass effect happening in your tear ducts. Hey, it's man. allergies, man. Like the cure said, boys don't cry. No, but That's but there, there were some really good moments in the game. Like when you do lose those characters, there was a. So it's it's kind of like a cooler. I don't want to offend you guys, but even my friends who were Star Wars fans growing up, it was like. A don't more, say it was a cooler Star Wars. It was. It's just the <laughs> stupidest thing. The thing is, with the Star Wars movies before Disney took over, it was kind of limited to just really three movies. So they, unless you read the books and stuff, you kind of. I'm going on record. Mass Effect. Mass Effect is bullshit because it's not better than Star Wars. <laughs> it's fa- amazing. The fact that you even said that. It's makes amazing. There, anyway. So it's got a lot of different races and all that. So there's like the Salarians, which are kind of like the intellects. They're like they're scientists. They basically have another race called the Krogan. So they're just like brutes. They just multiply quickly and they just like destroy everything. Hmm. So the 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 not the Krogans. The Salarians. The scientists made a. I guess it's called the genophage, where they basically the Krogans now can't reproduce. So oh. they basically are ending the Krogans through the long run with science. You know, the Empire had something like that. It was called the Death Star. It just blows up a planet. <laughs> yeah, but this is genetically modifying. This the is people. this is planet there, not there anymore. So you're saying like good versus evil, like that's Star Wars. No, I'm has, saying like has I'm saying all like the rights, good everything evil. that could potentially fucking make a baby on that planet gone. Yes, but this is a race that can go across the universe. It's not just one planet. The Death Star is mobile. It's literally it's a traveling okay, yes. moon. Okay, so any movie that has people dying in it is basically Star Wars. To you. It's not better than Star Wars. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyways, so what is the scientists does? In it? There's no Gazorpians in it. <laughs> well, stop I'd watching. Ask. Stop watching Rick and Morty. Okay, <laughs> that's so good. 
but anyway, so, fair field. enough. Yeah. So at the end, you you go back to the Krogan planet, and the one scientist, one of the scientists who were working on this genophage, decides he wants to set things straight, and they're going to release, I guess, some some chemical in the air that's going to give them. He, he I guess found the solution how to get them to reproduce again and all that. So he's going to release it in the air, but everything's all collapsing, and then he realizes, he, and he's just serious. He's always straight faced. He's he basically. Pure scientist, no messing around. And he's like, I got to go up there. There's no other way. And as he goes and he finally releases it, he like has like a smile to his face. And then he dies right after. But it's like the man sacrificed himself. He seemed like he wasn't human. But in the end, he had his human redeeming quality. Again, I think Logan might have some problems on its hands because that sounds like the end of Logan. He sacrificed himself to kill the guy who genetically stopped mutants. But did he reverse a decision he made earlier that basically crippled an entire species yeah he in the, for the whole beginning of the movie Man, you grab at everything he he takes he takes professor x and locks him up because he's having seizures he basically lets all the mutants go dead how is that related in any way to what i was talking <laughs> I'm about saying like it's, it's it seems like a, okay seems i was like gonna relate i was gonna relate that guy to the captain on the titanic but you know he's yeah. just saying this is a gesture of i gotta go down yeah, the but ship he didn't he didn't kill all the people no i'm not yeah, saying well, it's te- the same kind of you did, know he it's... did sail that boat right into a giant iceberg <laughs> invertedly okay invertedly. And i don't know i don't know i feel like if he had been anywhere on deck he could have seen the gigantic I meant, I meant iceberg. the scientist was the one who's saving people yeah I, I that's my that's my connection to the dude on okay, you guys just go what's your, to... your game Ash? I'm no i like it wait, that was good even even that captain what if frank's ruining it the hero of titanic is the guy who continues used to play the music as the ship is sinking. Him no, that's too? that's yeah, bullshit. That captain, he's a fucking nightmare. He should have put more people on those boats. He actually did the there most. There wasn't he could enough do to... boats. Do you no, not no, no, know no, no, anything no. about rich... Titanic? Listen, I I I know a thing or two about Titanic. Like, do you? Can we just agree to disagree on this? Can we just agree not to talk about Titanic on this podcast ever again? Jack, Wait a second, that Jack. Yeah. Is that like? Can we have an official Fuck. ruling on this? Am yeah, I the I only agree. person that was happy when he died? I was really happy when he died. I didn't care. Yeah. I captain? don't know why. Because two people can't fit on an armoire that floats. <laughs> no, there's she's a like, I'm going to miss you. And she's like pushing his face she's off. Like, she's like, yeah, shh, go to sleep. Let me know what the bottom of the ocean's like. <laughs> there's not enough room. Yes, there is room. No, no, there's not. There's not enough See, room. See, that's if you throw in some horror music there. Yeah, it's a different movie. <laughs> like the stabs. <laughs> Shark. No, that's, that's good. So that took. So all of that, though, compiled over three games, you're saying. Well, Especially like the end of three. See, that was whenever you lost a member, there was like a, a, a touching scene, but that one with the Solarians mm. had the most impact to me. Hmm. Did four at all reel that back in, or did I that just toss I that didn't to the try side? Four. I'm not gonna. Right. I'll, I'll try it eventually if I have time, but probably not. Hmm. That's good. Andromeda, right? Yes. Yeah. Ashton. Yeah. What uh, What's the game that gives you the the tingly winglies? Ooh, this one. I, I've never had a game top it. Last of Us is definitely my second, but it was Final Fantasy VII. So I guess I haven't Shocker. played this, but I mean, if I haven't played it in the last twenty something years, I deserve to get the game spoiled for me. Yeah, I'm not saying spoiler alert for this. I just did. Before we go any further, yes, I'm. I'm going to just admit something right. I've never played a Final Fantasy, not a single one, not even a minute of Blasphemy. one. I don't think I've ever seen one being played in front of me. Mm. It feels like everyone loves this franchise. Mm-hmm. I've never seen someone play the game in front of me. Everyone 
loves Final Fantasy VII. Like they cite it as one of the it's like pinnacles of, of games. Although, like hardcore Final Fantasy players, I think say six is better, and I think Crawl maybe trigger? two. No, no. What do you mean? Chrono Trigger is one people, of the no, no, I'm talking about people who like Final Fantasy in, in the series. Okay. Not number seven's their favorite. But Final Fantasy, Chrono Trigger was two. part of Final Fantasy, wasn't no. it? Chrono Trigger's another game. It's called Chrono Trigger. Can I you? It's not, yeah, Chrono it's not Trigger's its own thing. That's why, That's I, why I was kind of giggling. I'm like, no, I'm talking about people who like Final it's Fantasy. Because it's another RPG game, Chrono Can Trigger. Can somebody please mm-hmm. explain to me what Final Fantasy is? Because I watched that movie that came out back Wait, which in... One? The well, first they're one, all spirits of the okay. That's, no, that's got nothing to do yeah, with it. That's nothing okay. to do with yeah, it. I, I, for me, I've played a few of them, but later on, I didn't play the earlier ones. I played seven, eight, nine, a bit of ten, and I just beat fifteen. What's the overall? So they're not. Well, maybe the earlier games are, but they're not really connected. It's just it's a fantasy story, right? So, like Final Fantasy Nine is more like the earlier ones, where it takes place more kind of like medieval ages so you got like mages and and you know magic and stuff like that where you have games where they're kind of somewhat like in a crazy hyper future right so they, they so all they're change all, they're all different yeah now i don't think there's a standard kind of plot through them all and there's no like connective no i don't think so some of the earlier ones yes they're well that's a lie so they do carry a kind of a, a nod to the fans certain either themes or character names. I believe there's a Sid in every single game. Um, so there's certain things that they do. Easter put, eggs. Yeah, is they, I guess they the do. way it's, you it's would more put for it. the Yeah, it's more for the... Sorry, I gotta I got throw this out there. There was a Final Fantasy Chronicles, which had Chrono Trigger on it, so I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure there's some relation yeah, there. No, I think because Squaresoft just did both of them. I, it's Chrono Trigger is But why would it be part separate. of the Chronicles of Final Fantasy? I have no idea. Did you no, play? there's Final Fantasy Chronicles. Yeah. And then Chrono Trigger is another game. We've digressed. So, what, what made you cry about this game? So, for <clears throat> everything, I hope, I hope you say it was the fishing. Mm-hmm. So, for no, there's, I don't think there was fishing. There wasn't. So, uh, for anyone who's played Final Fantasy VII, why I love that game so much and put probably more hours than any game I've played, nerd, is the characters okay. you just get the, so drawn into. The guy has frosted tips, uh, I believe, one of them. Well, almost. Cloud was pretty awesome. Yeah. Once you start from the beginning of the game and, you know, your introduction to Cloud to um, meeting Barrett and meeting Ares and just all the other characters, there's so much to them. There's so much depth to each of their characters. And you just, I just got so involved in them and just fell in love with every single one of them. Um, where, again, there's a lot of emotional things that do happen in the game. But the main part, I think that anyone who's played this game will say the same thing, and I'd be daft if they say they didn't shed one tear or want to. Um, It's near the end of the first half of the game. So at one point, Ares, to explain, um, is a girl that you meet, right? So Cloud's like a soldier, essentially. Quick question. Is she hot? At the time, yes, for I guess. digital square faces, yeah, absolutely. Like it's it's implied that she'd have been an A list. She, she's like the kind of, I, I guess, the girl next door, kind of pretty. The one who got away. Yeah. Oh, I love I love those ones. So tell me more. You're a soldier. You come to this town. You end up meeting this girl who I believe you see her in like this dilapidated church. She's very you know kind of earthy. She's Oops. all into kind of being uh, sacrilegious. <laughs> sure, okay, uh, but yes. Um, so 
you connect with them and uh, uh, her her big thing too is she's a healer right so it's kind of that whole uh, oh and he's got she, some wounds yes yes he's got he some does. wounds so at this in his pants at this part in the game she separates from the team and okay. you're going you're going to find her you're going that you're looking for um you end up coming into this area into this cavern and you see her there so you, you as cloud you break up from the team you go to approach her she's kneeling down praying oh my god okay this is this is a lot of fucked up people's fantasy, but continue. <laughs> I, honestly, if we wouldn't get like like tagged for copyright infringement, I'd be playing sexual he- healing right now. I get yeah. why it's, I get now why it's called Final Fantasy because it's the one that sends you to jail. So, <laughs> that's your final. Okay, go ahead. So she's praying. At this part, the game gets a little weird because she's there being all humble, mm-hmm. not saying a word to you, and this thing takes over you. You pull out your buster sword, which, by the way, is this massive-ass sword that no one physically could carry. Was he well, uh, given it as a gift from Buster Rhymes? No. Okay. And he's about to strike her, and he doesn't know why. So he's about to strike her down as she's praying. He stops himself and realizes that he's being kind of controlled from mm-hmm. the main villain, Sephiroth, who's a total badass. At this point, he sees her, and then it goes from the very shitty kind of blocky gameplay to the CGI, which was amazing at that time. Like for yeah, that yeah, time yeah, on PlayStation, yeah. this game was the top, the top notch. You're, you're, you're talking about like a cinematic cut. It's a cutscene. So you they show Ares praying, Cloud stand, staring there, and then you hear the ominous music playing, and then from the ceiling, like from like way up, Sephiroth is pretty much flying down towards her holding his massive sword and I know that sounds weird in a sexual manner but no his 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 sword holding it down as he lands he literally stabs Ares through the chest from you know from the back through uh-huh. the chest and kills her and at that moment like that was so unexpected nobody saw this coming and that whole scene I just I couldn't keep it together so- like you you lost Ares um, Sephiroth is like thinking he did the right thing and it's going to help the world and it's kind of part of the story and then he takes off he just he takes off you end up doing a boss battle at that point so he leaves a little shit disturber behind you have to fight it and then after uh, there's another cutscene where Cloud's holding Ares he's in the call it like a bed of water and pretty much her life form gets uh, kind of gets distributed into the water and she kind of becomes one again with the world with the like the, her energy and everything like at that moment, I just I couldn't keep it together, and I was maybe like twelve. Your eyeballs started to sweat, huh? Oh my god! <laughs> like anyone who's played that game, I, I'd be hard pressed to say that they didn't feel anything or, or shed a tear at that moment. Like it was one of the most unexpected moments in the game that no one saw coming, hmm. um, and it was, yeah, man. I, I think that goes down as one of the biggest heartbreakers in in the game. Honestly, you should watch the animated movie they did of the game. I think it's called Advent, Advent Children. Children. That was yeah. awesome. Ashton has. Mm-hmm. Wait, Advent Children's based on Seven? Yeah. Yes. So it uses the same characters as Seven. Maybe so, I'll, I'll... Is it based on the same story? Like, is For it, the most part. Do yeah, I get to see the, st- the scene you just described? Yeah, I believe so. Do you? I, I thought I can't they remember. had it. I'll just show you the cutscenes. Or cut something scenes, like nine similar. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I'll watch the cutscenes. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, I... I I hope everybody plays that game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it for the my first time oh, when it's remastered. God. If it ever I can't comes wait. Out. Yeah, it's going to be like another three years because they just changed studios again. They're they're Square Enix taking it back. Yeah, I just like to set the straight uh, set the record straight. We didn't cry. We just got allergies or some sweating from the eyes. Right, that's what it was. Right? I was 12 and I cried. You guys were how old? 
That's irrelevant. I didn't cry. And I wasn't crying. I said it was bro. an emotional scene. <laughs> it was your allergies. An, I'm I'm okay with crying. I cry a lot. I cry during movies when I stub my toe. I just don't yeah, think video I've... games have that emotional resonance with me. This I... this did, and it's I'm telling you, the characters. I've never been so involved with any character outside, like in another game than this. Truth, truth be told, yeah. Did it hurt a little more because you were hoping at some point in the game? I can't remember Cloud. I think it was Cloud. Yeah. Were you hoping Cloud would maybe? I was twelve. Yes. No, that, I feel like oh, at twelve I was thinking those yeah. things. Not playing play Final Fantasy. That, I feel like I feel like out. maybe at eight I rubbed up against now, a, a teddy bear the wrong way. To be fair, <laughs> if it was Tifa, that's another story. Is that short form for Queen Latifah? No, oh. I'll yes, show I'll, I'll show yes, you Tifa as well. If you want, look up Tifa cosplay. Was that like Wiz Khalifa? No, she's another character. Whereas pretty Khalifa? much a, Wiz Khalifa and no, Queen Tifa. Latifah should have a kid. Oh my god! And call it Queen Khalifa. <laughs> I like it. If I was if I was like one of the publicists, I'd make that happen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, thanks, Frank. No problem. It just sometimes the right things happen for magic. Yes. And I feel like that was a moment. Well, you know, rounding that out, you know. Um, there are more games. There's more. Uh, I definitely just as a, like an honorable mention to kind of move this well, along, right? I, I think uh, if you hear this topic again, it's because we don't have any ideas for the week. So maybe Fair we'll enough. save that. Or... Well, there's other emotions okay. that we're actually going to, I think, gonna tag to, into. Yeah, I'm not right? going to go into too much depth on, I guess, if we somehow revisit this. I, I'm going to give got a another shout one? out. I'm going to give a yeah, shout give out. A shout just out. a shout out to Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption, the ending mm-hmm. to that. I'm not going to say much more, hmm? but that was. Even the first one was pretty emotional. There was no first one. Yes, there was. It wasn't. Rockstar didn't make it. It's called... Call of Juarez or whatever, right? No, Red Dead Revolver. Yeah, but that wasn't made by Rockstar. Let's put money on it. I'm calling you out right now. Actually, you might have already done this like five years ago. (laughs) Video game guy. I can tell you you the game was built on putting together like my favorite scenes from every single Western. That has nothing to do with Rockstar. While you figure that out and we head into this Uh, bet, Ashton, what's your honorable mention? Wait, what's the bet though? I don't care. You guys, that's between you two. It could be a tickle fight. Chess lap? Sure. I, I think for me, touching on Matt, what you said, and I wasn't sure if you're going to hit there with The Last of Us. Damn it, but Frank owes me a chess lap. Definitely. <laughs> can, can we do it now? Yeah, guys, you, you talk about your honorable mention. <laughs> um, so it's... Yeah, so, so I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna hit Luca in the chest. Give me one second. Huh? <laughs> 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 that one's gonna um, leave a mark for a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, talk, you talk, okay talk. I have I've been slapped worse. So um definitely the last of us um the opening. The opening to that game yeah, you, you start off as the daughter again as we said and as you're fleeing for your lives and then Joel's holding her and the guy comes up and you think oh he's here to save us. Hey yeah, hey wait, wait 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 exactly. Yeah. It's like wait no no you know we're good we're not you know we're not infected or whatever. And he he just starts shooting. I like I think I dropped the controller. I would and do the same. At this point, how long did that game come out? 2013 is my guess. Matt's usually good within a year. 2013. So my daughter was about, I want to say four. My math okay. sucks. But she was about four. And like I'm the as any, anyone who's listening that has a kid and sees anything traumatic happen to children... It just like oh my god, yeah. like that. I was I was that one for sure. Like it was. I started yeah, that tears. game with 
I started playing it. My you, sister was in the family room did watching your sister, it. Did your sister start the game and then you came by like an hour or two later? No. Like you did with Zelda? And not know what was going on? Yeah, no. I started it and she was just sitting there watching it and she saw that and she just was like, fuck that, I'm leaving. This is too intense. Yeah. 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 But definitely, yeah, that's definitely an honorable mention. Honestly, I'm surprised one of us didn't have this as a first pick. Mario? The Metal, Metal Gear, Gear series. Whoa. I had Metal Gear 3 as my honorable mention. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I, I played 4 a while. Uh, I didn't beat 5. I'm going to be straight up. I didn't beat God 5. God damn it. Metal Gear. I didn't even think about that. Metal Gear Solid has a, like two, three good po- like good parts. The endings confuse the hell out of me. So like the first one or Metal Gear Solid, the original one. Yeah. That ending confused the hell out of me. Not There's too many the characters. En- not necessarily the end. ending, but when you're get, fighting against Sniper Wolf. And that Meryl, part. Oh my God. Meryl gets shot and snakes instantly mm-hmm. like. Wow, there's a human side to this guy, or Otacon. He's not just a musher. Guys, yeah. this is how we milk this segment for future episodes. Mm-hmm. I know, we don't talk saying, too much right now about it. We're just saying for honorable that, mention. Man, that's a good one. Milk it. We maybe, milk it. Maybe, somewhere, maybe somewhere down the line, we have, you know, we'll call it the fatted calf. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have a fatted calf Metal Gear episode where we just... Because I've never played those games either, and I'd love to have them explained to me. Why are you here? Yeah, that's what. <laughs> to be fair, he did. He has mentioned limited potential, uninformed source, gone gaming. I'm as uninformed as it gets. All right, he's got us so, there. So that that's a good topic. We should do. We we'll come back to my gear and we'll touch base on that. But uh, let's get into the news. Okay. So I guess since E3 just happened, there's not much out there. Is there any news that happened? Honestly, in video we're games? we're pulling uh, just from stuff we see randomly on the internet. Yeah, Apparently. but related to games. Yeah, because there's a lot of random shit on the internet. Some great stuff. On yeah. I was just going to say, again, another letdown from E3 is that apparently it's like hype is bigger than its actual bang, and then there is no even resonance bang. Well, no, the, the news, there's no new news because everyone's still talking about E3. Yeah. All, all I know is the night after WrestleMania, Monday Night Raw is the best it is all year. Okay. Speaking so, of which, then there's no point. Seth Rollins cover of two K seven two K eighteen. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that He's is. He's a wrestler, guys. It's a wrestling game. Is oh. Phil Collins' brother? <laughs> Seth Rollins. I thought you said Collins. You should have gone so Henry with, Rollins. That's what I was gonna say. You should have gone with Henry Rollins. All right. Yeah, your, joke, so, your joke didn't land. <laughs> what's in the uh, very uh, weak news this week? Uh, very weak news. I guess Shadow of the Tomb Raider is shown to be possibly in America. Oh, so I guess. Oh, what, be- what are they going to look for? The first ever hot dog? <laughs> no, they're going to look at who killed Abraham Lincoln. There's probably going to be something to do I, with I national think, treasure. I think Lara Croft <laughs> is like more modern day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, they, I'm, I'm fishing here. I don't know. I think they basically want to take one of the greatest um, performances of acting all time in all the movies ever made. Oh my god, national treasure! Yes, oh, yeah, I Nick love Cage. that movie. It's yeah, Nick movie. Cage. She's basically if she can be 50 percent Nick Cage, it's the best game ever made. Isn't the second movie figuring out who killed Abraham Lincoln too? I didn't watch. This Again, one. why don't you just make a National Treasure game and with Nick Cage voice acting? Would be you know, it'd be an amazing that video would be game incredible. if you could put Indiana Jones, Nick Cage from National Treasure, Laura Croft, and what's the other fool from Uncharted? Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake. You throw all four of them into one video game where one of them finds a time machine, mm-hmm. and then somehow they get into a conundrum where they're all in it with each other. See, I thought he was going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They're- in a sick, twisted game where one of them dies by not completing this puzzle. I wasn't thinking that at all. Matt, that. you're 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 a maniac. <laughs> well, that's right. what we have to talk about when we don't got a lot of news. Yeah, Matt, Matt cries uh, tears it, of joys when. In this case, you haven't even mentioned the news yet. Right, that was chatting. one topic. Okay. And then apparently, there's some, I guess, early 
I guess, tech stuff for Xbox One X. So they're saying F1 2017 is going to run 4K at 60 frames per second. Ooh. Can't wait for that game because I play it every year. You don't like F1. <laughs> Not <laughs> at didn't. all. No. And also Titanfall 2 apparently has been hitting 6K resolution with the Xbox One X. So it's Talk be... to me when it can hit 8K. Wow. Matt, what, what are you doing? Stone cold today. So it can run, it can okay, run so 6K? Apparently at some point, obviously it will go down when it's... Because it's got dynamic resolution, so resolution changes. It won't display 6K, but it'll be like down sampled to 4K, which apparently looks better. It's kind of like anti-aliasing, right? Because you're not, you're not. Um, it, it's like super sampling from 4K to our 1080 screens. You're not upscaling, right? Because that way you're forcing it to look better. You're downscaling it, so you're taking an image that looks amazing and, and making it look. Yeah, and apparently that gets great. rid of the jaggedy edges. Like mm. they, yeah, so that's the. Is that the game with the jumpy robots? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that game sucked. That game All sucked. yours for 5.99 Canadian. It's a good price for what you're getting. Anyways, so there's also, I guess, some Nintendo news. So, Matt, now maybe you can be a little better, you know, re- have better reception to the news. Maybe. So Zelda DLC 1, are you excited for that? Hell yeah. That's oh, com- yeah. That's coming out in a few days. Friday. I'm going to play it. Friday? No, you're not. No. So wait, you just restarted it. Does does that affect? No, because I just, yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> I should have waited. You should have. He deleted it. his save file. <laughs> yeah. And basically just said the Switch sold like a million copies uh, in Japan, so it's pretty really? thin news this week. Yeah, the Steam sale started. That's oh, yeah, I guess oh, yeah, for anyone sale. that you know, the summer sale. And you guys spent a lot of money. No. I spent like thirty bucks. Yeah. I, I already, I've bought all the games I've needed to buy before. Hmm. I just keep dumping money into Marvel Future Fight. So that's what I was gonna say for your emotions. Maybe you did cry with Marvel because of when you saw your credit card bill come in, <laughs> just and taking you- your money. <laughs> guys, it. It is a horrendous number. I don't even want to say what it is because it's probably getting. Don't tell me I'm, thousands. I'm not even going to say it because it's just it, it'll it'll make me depressed. But okay. it's a high number. It's a high number for a video game. So that game I made don't know, Frank man. cry. I have a buddy who's put in a couple k into Ultimate Team oh, and FIFA. Well, I'm well past the cost of arguably the last two consoles. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a nice PC. Down payment on a car. <laughs> a house in Toronto's real estate market. Um. All right. And it's just so addicting. I, I have I put in about an hour and a half on it a day. See, the reason why I can't play those games on on phones is, is just you can't control them. Like there's no it's just like tapping. There's if somebody no- if somebody steals my phone, I'm just gonna jump off a bridge. Yeah, I honestly have no interest in playing any phone games. For me, I need a controller in my hand. You need a good good controller, something with some tactile buttons, Absolutely. some good grip. Like if, if they had like a like a, a case on a phone that had like buttons and like mm. actual tactile Just buttons. Get I an smell a segue. <laughs> well played, Frank. Yeah, you took a lot longer to figure it out <laughs> yeah, than you talking else. like Frank, stop talking about the buttons. So stop what are you talking about? about? What are you talking about? So uh, second uh, second topic for today is controllers. Yeah. Um, I think we can go around the table and figure out what our favorite controllers, maybe our top three? worst controllers, top three. Top three in our worst controller? Sure. Yeah, I, I like that. I think I know Frank's worst one. You mentioned the power it. glove. Rampage. You've mentioned it so God. many times. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm going to. You, you may be wrong. <laughs> I can find some stuff that was like worse. Like you guys are wrong with me on E3. He's going to, th- he's going to, you know. Let's... Yeah, that's the biggest shocker of 2017 so And far. it was all true, though. It was all true. All right, so, so who's going to start with this one? You know what? I'll, I'll take the lead you on You want to take one. it? All right. First off, I'm going to say 
I know it's kind of a it's a console on its own, but the whole setup and yep. rig of it, Virtual Boy. Yeah, you you like that controller? No, I thought it was terrible. Oh, okay, oh, you're okay. starting with the worst. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, there, there, there's only one controller I've ever liked. Really? Yeah, only one controller I've well, ever. Let's, liked. let's guess. Let's guess what it is. Yeah, let's all take a guess. Okay. Sixty four. Hold on, hold on. He was a Sega guy, so not Genesis. I'm gonna go and and sixty four. Well, you both said N sixty four. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Genesis. Get more specific. Oh, the like you're button. talking Sega Master six, System? Six or no? I, I, and why? Oh, would, the six button. And oh, why was they the six had the three my and then they had the six? Because of Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Because the Street Fighter Street gave Fighter. you all three levels of yeah, punch yeah. and kick <clears throat> variants. I forgot they had the, the six button controller. Yeah, so that that controller that was leaps and bounds because up until then it was two or three buttons. Yeah, to have six buttons at your disposal. Well, because like, you played Sega, but it Nintendo was, had the four on the face, right? And then the, the Super Nintendo. No, but like, Se- but Sega Genesis came out before Super Nintendo. Actually, I think it did. Like you're right. uh, with yeah, a significant yeah. amount of time. So yeah. to get a six button controller that my dad had to order from Japan. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Oh yeah, there, the there was a time when did it I have was like prob- weird symbols on it and not a- the ABC. No, no, it had the ABC. What were the other three buttons? Like A1. Uh, was it XYZ? XYZ. XYZ. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tapping Zed. into the memory We're Canadian. Bank Zed. You got to say Zed. Um, that's my all-time favorite controller. Yeah. I will say if there was another controller who could have maybe tickled its taint, knocked it off its perch, mm-hmm. it would have been the N64 controller because mm-hmm. it gave you both worlds. You had yeah. a joystick and you buttons. had... You had Countless buttons. You had well, triggers. Oh, the six face buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had shoulder buttons. A trigger. It was. I mean, it was like the first controller that basically said, "I can play any game you throw at me." Mm-hmm. Okay. Controllers that I didn't like. What? So Virtual Boy. Virtual Boy was a nightmare. What was the controller for that again? I don't remember. It was like some. I forgot. It's kind of like a. The was it attached to? It the was like headset? attached to the headset. It, was, it had right? like a drop down. Yeah. It just. It was like. It was just such a clunky thing, and for what it was that you were looking at in the actual. Iport, yeah, it, it was like it was such a waste of money. How awesome was the Super Scope? Okay, the Super Scope was pretty cool. That um, was cool. Yeah, it like it made the Duck Hunt gun look like, like an like you had a bazooka for video games. It, it, it was amazing. the jump. It was the jump from like West guns in the old West to you know the Uzi. Yeah. Okay. Um, but controller that I absolutely absolutely hated was the Power Glove. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the one. <laughs> No shocker there. Because, because it was completely <laughs> unresponsive. If you weren't perfectly aligned with the receptor for it and you weren't yeah. so, I'm talking meticulously, for, for a racing game, yeah. you had a five-degree shift on how much you <laughs> rotated your wrist. I never even used it. And you know how detailed the racing games were back then, too, and right? you know how well I know how to use my wrists. So, But that said, the all-time worst joystick ever or controller mm. or whatever was the the track and field world championships <laughs> race pad. I was going to say the same thing. But the reason is what will is stop be- you in your tracks, so to speak. Is your it be- world tracks. Very it's nice. because... You played someone with a controller? No, it's because I played... Is that the, it's not the turbo one, is it? It's a no. pad with an A and B where it's alternate left and right foot. It's because as a child, huh. as a child of the era I grew up in, if I wanted exercise, I got on my bike and I got an adventure outside. Mm-hmm. Video games were how I relaxed. Yeah. Or through a temper tantrum at the TV. But a game that made me exercise was like, 
you know when so, you know when your parents buy the shittiest cereal in the world, <laughs> no sugar, that has no sugar, yeah. and then and then they don't even leave it in the box. They get one of those plastic containers and they mix two of the shitty cereals together. <laughs> so like the only way you're having a good breakfast is if you dump a bowl of sugar in there. All okay. bran and Cheerios. Yeah, or like you know, like just shredded or cornflakes, shredded mm. wheat. Ooh. Mix those two together. Terrible. Shredded roof of your mouth. You know what I love? That's what I'm talking about. Is every single controller you mentioned, Matt was not alive for. <laughs> Not to mention, they're like, they're not even real controllers to a system. It's amazing. Matt. Every single one. Matt. The power glove. You know what? From your favorite to your worst, Matt wasn't alive. Can we please recreate the office spacing with the photocopier, but with the power glove for Frank? I I think it might be worth money. Yeah, you might not want to do that. What makes me sick now is that we're living in an era where the power glove could come back. And be amazing. Knowing Nintendo, it will. Okay, picture you had picture you put on two power. It'll be gloves. the power gloves. I'm just gonna throw. It's, it it's VR. That's basically VR. I understand, but I'm but I'm talking getting the full dexterity in the fingers. Now mm-hmm. you you put on two power gloves mm-hmm. in talk, a VR talk simulation. Talk us through it. In your right hand, you're wielding a lightsaber, and in your left hand, the Force. Mm-hmm. And you start maybe, maybe force electricity. choking. Stormtrooper bitches, and you're mm-hmm. slicing them down and whipping your lightsaber at shit. The whole choking thing can translate translate into a whole other segment of game. <laughs> we're, we're talking yeah. we're, we're talking limitless possibilities yeah. here. Including Star Wars. I'm just saying, for you some. know, even I'm sure they could for find most. a way to make it work for that hack game trilogy that you love, Ma- Mass Mass uh, Mass Effect. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm getting game series I played called Hacks from a guy who barely plays any games. I just feel like Mass Effect is a is a game is a game series about going to church. Look, see, this, I I say something about Star Wars, and this guy takes it so personally. Yeah, well, you seem to be taking the the hack on Mass Effect. Well, I'm just I'm just saying it's a good game. You just go right. up, you get out of your pew, you walk up, receive the the Eucharist, go back, pray. Then you got to go do a That's, confession. You know how amazing that game is. He's Matt. treating you like a late '80s controller. Matt, ceremonial Mass Effect. What about you, Matt? <laughs> the hell was that? <laughs> he's taking the word "mass" out yeah. of the, the title and making I his own game. I see that. Yeah. He's, he's going for it. He's making a stretch. So I got a feeling you're going to reel us back into the either late '90s, early 2000s. All right. So I'm going to go worse controllers. Okay. Um, first. Okay. The Wii Mote. The Wii Mote was terrible. I agree. Did not like I, it. Including or excluding Nunchuck? The including whole thing. The whole the thing. Whole, thing. <laughs> whole shebang. I don't even know what that controller is, so I'm going to agree. Yep, there it's, you go. You know what you hate about the Power Glove? Nintendo tried to recreate it with the Wii Remote, where you have to, or the trackpad, where you have to do a lot of motion stuff. Okay, cool. The next okay. controller I really uh, don't like is the original Nintendo controller. What? Mm. Yeah. That's... It's boxy and sharp edges. It wasn't very comfortable. Okay, future boy. <laughs> Not future. I yeah, yeah, just you... didn't like it. Um, All right. Which ones did you like? Because that, that apparently was like a Star Wars I swear prank. I've seen Matt wearing like a t-shirt that had that controller on it. Yes. I didn't buy it because I liked the controller. You like the era, Frank. I like the games. So an look, era he wasn't so born in. So you don't like the controller for a system in an era that you like. When I went back and revisited the controller when the Super Nintendo or the Nintendo Classic came out, you kind of remember, or you go back and you realize it doesn't hold up like it used to. At the time, it was great. But going back now from where we are, it's not good. It's It's not a good controller. The only thing it had to compete with at the time was Atari's joystick. 
Yeah, but yeah, we're comparing and us controllers and we don't like, and now we're living in 2017. That controller doesn't hold up. I feel like you're shitting on the first form of like skates. I obviously would. I'm pretty sure those were terrible too. Yeah, I'm just saying they were great before, for its time. Before them, there was no skating. I gotta. I will agree with Matt on this. Okay. I hear right. where you're coming from as a, as an era and you know something to remember, like what jump started video games, excluding Atari. Um, it was the controller because Nintendo was like the shit. And unless you're a Sega guy and you're like, whoa, the, re- the rounded edges on Sega and three buttons. I love them both. But I do agree that, yes, when the classic came out and I started playing it again. You remember, it's not as And maybe now that I'm older, hands are a little bit bigger, right? And I, like a little bit bigger for me. Um, and it's like, you know what? This doesn't feel nice in your hands. Like, oh. it's not a nice controller. Oh, yeah. It doesn't feel nice it's in just your hands. A, it's just a box. I'm going to totally edit oh. this later and make it sound like you guys said something else. Soft but hands. It's, it's just a box that feels uncomfortable in your hands. Okay, so uh, we're going to move no. away from the soft hands generation. Matt, what's the third controller you didn't like? Well, no. I thought we were talking about controllers we like. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. What we, we like. We, our grandparents fought in wars and we're like, it doesn't feel nice in our hands. <laughs> Um, sharp edges. The first Xbox controller, the big, hunky, giant. Oh, you're still on what gross. you don't like? Yes. Holy cow, reel it into the I ones really you like. like. Ones I like. Super Nintendo Entertainment yeah, System controller. That was on my... Okay, is this an order? No particular order. No particular order. Okay, Super so Nintendo. no weight. Yeah, Super Nintendo, okay. GameCube. I love mm-hmm. the GameCube controller, and Xbox One. That's fair. All right. Those are the controllers I uh, I really, really like. And you went into depth of why you hated the ones you hate. Why do you like these ones? All right. Xbox 360, two thumb or Xbox One, the two thumbsticks being not beside each other. That's really comfortable. The triggers are great. Buttons. Wasn't the 360 like that? Yeah. Yeah. But they did. You know what? I, I didn't think they can replace the 360 controller. That was my favorite at the time. And then I started with the Xbox One. The first few times I played it was kind of weird, but the more you get used to it, you go back to Xbox 360, it's not as comfortable. Hmm. Yeah, the Xbox One's just a lot tighter. The vibration on the trigger's really nice. The analogs are sharp. Great D-pad on it. It's just an all-around solid controller. Okay. You left at the most important point. It's soft to the touch. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that's what I did. It it disperses hand oils as you play. So that's, that's, all, that's what you got for your favorite controls, Matt? Yes, that okay. is all I have. I guess since they've been starting with their worst controls, I'm going to get my... I can get one out of the way. It's the Wii controller. Yep. It's, it, it, as you said with the whole trackpad, I'm here to play video games to lay down on my couch and not do any motions. Mm-hmm. And when I was playing Zelda for the Wii, you literally had to like jab a guy because mm-hmm. your sword is was what you use with for the Wiimote. And you're trying to jab a guy, but for some reason he decides to swing, which makes the guy come back and hit you, and then you get fall off a ledge and you have to redo everything. It's weird. It's like somebody up at like Nintendo decided mm, we made a whole generation of people really fat, so yeah. now we're gonna try and help them shed the pounds. Mm-hmm. I mean they did come out with We Fit. Listen, Nintendo, put your conscience back in the well that you dropped it in years ago. <laughs> yeah. All right. We don't need you teaching us how to be thin. Exactly. But, so, uh, the Wii so remote. I, the yeah, Wii, Wii Modus is my, I don't like, that's the worst one. But uh, I'll go with just the best ones. I'm going to go in order this time. I was going to throw the Super Nintendo controller on it. I really enjoyed, you know, mm-hmm. it was the first one with the triggers. But yeah. I guess at number three, I'm going to go with the Nintendo 64 controller. Mm-hmm. It's the first analog stick. And it, it almost, it, it wasn't, but it wasn't the second analog stick. But they had a camera, the C buttons, which is supposed to be like your camera. It was supposed to be like a right thumbstick. So they kind of had that idea, and they had the the slot in the back for the rumble pack. 
And the memory card. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't need memory cards, but we still use the vibration today, like the the. Yeah, they they started that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that that controller, now that I think about it, it was like... It started two major things, the analog stick and the rumble pack. Yeah. Yeah. So that's number three, because of the significance. The trigger was really cool, too, on on the thumbstick. Oh, my God, yeah. I think that was the first one that had an actual trigger. trigger. Yeah, yeah. Three. Three big innovations. It was an analog. The Z came with that, too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was the Z. That was the trigger. That was the one behind the... Mm -hmm. uh, And the whole Z locking because of that with... Oh, when you're you're holding Z and and you're you're moving with the joystick, that was so... That felt so right. One one thing I wonder about the innovations behind that controller, I wonder if they had made that those innovations specifically for that controller based on the games they knew that they want were going to come out for it because yeah, you think of, you think about something like goldeneye like goldeneye in itself as yeah. a first person shooter was like revolutionary that said to have something that complements it so well like a rumble yeah. pack yeah 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 fun fact they wanted the rumble pack to be the reload you'd have to take out the rumble pack and put it into reload and then they realized it wasn't feasible yeah, because really? it was too much work for people, and then they released the Wii remote later. Well, that, and I could imagine it, I <laughs> Well, that wasn't Nintendo, that was rare. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could, I could see that, like, completely destroying the, <laughs> sure. the controller oh, yeah. after a couple but of... But how cool would it have felt when you did that for the first yeah. few times? Nintendo's... One thing you got to give them a shout-out for is they were very big on revolutionizing yeah, and putting Yeah, they don't stay with the st- status quo. Yeah, they also created the wireless controller, the WaveBird. WaveBird, yeah. The yeah. GameCube. Yeah. Right? But... So at number two, I'm going to go with the Xbox 360 because that controller was amazing. Still, people use it to, to this day. And great controller, great button layout. And like my, my, reason, my reasoning over the Xbox controller over the PlayStation one is it's, the buttons are rounded. Like playing fighting games when we're younger, remember your thumbs would get calluses and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was called being a man. Look, I lived through it. I've done it. But it's nice to have the rounded edges. So if I'm going to give a controller credit for something, it's fixing that problem. You knew you had a good little round of Street Fighter if your thumbs were bleeding. Yeah, you saw the red underneath the skin. The amount of blisters I had from the Nintendo Classic controller. I I gave myself blood blisters playing that game. Oh, yeah. For sure. And number one is, to no one's surprise, the Xbox One controller. Specifically, the Lunar White one I have, which has like this rubber backing with this grip. Really Mm -hmm. great controller. Luca loves rubber. Again, our grandparents fought in wars. Look, this point of this is to say why we like something better, and I'm giving you my reasons. But it's just like it's, it's it. such a pansy reason. It's, it's like, like then we shouldn't even so, talk about like why are we so talking soft. about game controllers? Well, Frank, why do we you talk should, about you should anything? Just, at you that, should hold it. Hold on. At just that logic, at that logic of our grandparents fought at wars. Why do we talk about anything? Because everything they did is far more significant, and everything we can equate to them you're, is just utter right. garbage. The only way we can honor them is by creating video games, remembering how them and many of their friends died. And that's Frank, everybody. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. That's what it's for. I can't wait for that game. That looks really good. I hear my grandfather's in it. (laughs) (laughs) He's the main character. He's one of the villagers in Italy that just, they they chased away to a better life here where we could complain about how video game controllers used to hurt our hands. All right, Frank. Calm down. It's all cyclical. All right, Luca. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Yeah. No, that's a good one. You should you should feel it. That's all I'm saying. I well, do. controllers are important. Like in my opinion, it's what it's that it's the medium that connects you to the story in the game. Like I know some people don't care about like single player storied games, but that's what we always care about. I feel like that's a great pitch line for a controller. You should feel it. Hmm. There you go. Like the new Xbox copyrighted by limited potential. Yeah, there we go. Uh-huh. Sars now bitches. Said it. But see, 
you know, Matt never mind. I was going to argue that point because they don't really need to market the controller. They market the system you know because the controller is the extension that allows you to play it. People don't the buy is important. Con- mm-hmm. It is, but I'm not discrediting the importance of a controller. But what I'm saying is you don't market a campaign around a controller because the controller is the item you you use for the system. I think it's a very pivotal part. Like, what if you had Xbox? Again, I think this would have, like... This this right there, Frank, I think would have made Xbox's conference at E three like the shit. Again, not Where- discrediting the controller and its importance, but I'm saying a marketing campaign doesn't come out for a controller, it comes out for the system. Well, People buy controllers for the system. So you got the system, they show you all that heavy specs mm-hmm. and all the terra flapping flops and you're you're loving you the, the just, visuals. You should understand what a terraform right? is. Right, yeah, it's it's fast. You- and <laughs> <laughs> they they show you the small box, right? You got that small box on the screen, and they bring out this like the controller is falling from the sky, maybe riding on a scorpion for Frank, like, in, right? like out of a beam of light. <laughs> it's coming down, and then it's it, what what the hell is my tagline? You should right, and then as it's going, it it just comes into view, and you just see the words, "You should feel it." Yeah. Bam, Xbox One X. Like, I'm saying, sold millions right there. I think you should have gone one step farther. As it descends from whatever beam of light created it, yeah. there should be a full orchestra in the background. We're I talking like it. I like it. gospel singers. Mm-hmm. London doing, Symphony Orchestra or something like that. And what they should do nice. is they should have... And, and Dave Grohl should just be there playing guitar. No, guys, you missed the song completely. It should be <laughs> Beethoven, no, Mozart's okay. Requiem Mass. As the last generation console descends into a pit, He's going a little deeper with this than I was. And then right when when the the crescendo happens in the first stanza, Mm. you have the controller rain down from the ceiling in slow beams of light as glitter, magic Xbox One glitter, falls on the crowd. crowd? Are they X's? Is the glitter in the form of an X? And then a human, a human that is constructed out of complete CGI, but good enough. It's a two-paw hologram, maybe? But, like, good enough that you can't tell that it's not a real person, but you have that moment of doubt. And they just, it, like, zooms in on their mouth, and they just say, you should feel it. Sold. I'm buying one. Okay, if I say that's good, can we move Xbox, on and never talk about this <laughs> X- Xbox, yes, I'm available for marketing <laughs> and just general general spitballing ideas. I said it's good. We can go. Well, I'm going to stick on Xbox, though. Okay. But not about beams of light and that holy awesomeness that you just talked about or the scorpio that or you so wanted <laughs> <laughs> the my like the worst controller that i i hate um would be the original xbox controller With the black and white button the og xbox because it was massive yeah. probably larger than it my face an, it was a really ugly controller it, it was ugly but my hands couldn't fit on it properly and it was the most uncomfortable thing in the world can Art. we throw out an honorable mention to the dreamcast controller no whose turn is it wait i just want to say something whoa i just want to say something calm your tits that controller Going back and playing it a few weekends ago, I thought I used to think it was terrible. Definitely not as bad as I remember. Can we mute him next time? Because that was going to be my second really? <laughs> controller that I hated. Really? You're getting mad Why at me. Why do you think I said to about, stop talking? You're getting mad at me talking about the topic. He just went on a spiel. It was beautiful. About like an 18 Xbox minutes. Conference. It was beautiful. Nope. And yeah. I started it. Because we don't, we, don't, we don't interrupt divine intervention so when listen. it happens. Okay? So my second one was to, again, Matt's point. 
was the Dreamcast controller because it was also very large. It was very bulky. It was not large. It was a large controller. I feel like I feel like comparable to what was out at the time. It, it was, was a very large controller, not as big as the Xbox OG, but you it was it was a large controller. You can't look at something. You like underestimate the, the size of my hands back when I was a child. Nintendo sixty four. You can't look at the size of that controller as being indicative of how big it is because I know because there's three ways to hold it there was rotatable positions that you could put your hands in on it Mm -hmm. whereas with a controller I know that sounds like something disgusting but with with like the Dreamcast controller it was it was big it was too big to hold in your hands I'll be honest when the first Xbox came out I thought that it was a comparable controller in terms of clunkiness Mm -hmm. I think you guys need to read it's it's deep yes but like the overall like size isn't as big as you think it is. I just didn't like it. Again, at that time, it, you might misunderstand that my size, of my hands didn't stop me from was... playing the hell out of Crazy Taxi. Though. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. was great. But uh, so that would be my second. Uh, you know, and like you guys said, I think all of us feel the Wii again. To Matt, I think an honorable mention was yeah, the classic Nintendo controller going back. It was it wasn't that great of a controller. The su- the SNES controller was such a huge step up from that. Mm-hmm. Being rounded, more comfortable. You got the extra buttons. Like it made sense. I'm saying I cut my teeth on that controller. That's how I got into the game. Yeah, absolutely. You but, guys, uh, you guys, it's like it's like it's like your gangsters at slang designer like slang designer drugs on the streets. While I was just slinging crack rock. We're Walter White. What can we say? Uh, for favorite controllers, <laughs> Matt's saying I'm an original OG. Okay, that space is priceless right now. I know you can't see it, but uh, for me, and I'm going to see if I can put this in order. I would act, I would start with the. Xbox One, I'm, I'm with Luca on the Lunar White. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that three or one? That would be three. Okay. Yeah, that's not my number one, so that would be three. Uh, definitely, out of all the Xbox iterations of mm-hmm. controllers I've held, yeah. that was by far the most comfortable and probably that's one nice. of the nicest controllers I've held in my hand in terms of uh, being comfortable. Yeah. Um, for number two, you know, for the amount of time I've spent playing PlayStation... I'd say the the new DualShock, DualShock Four. But it's funny though. Now everyone, I remember everyone saying how perfect the the PlayStation Two controller was when the PS3 barely changed. Like, yeah, because it's perfect. And yeah. then when Four came out, people were like, ah. And then they finally got used to it. It's like it's way better than the PS3 controller. Yeah, that's how I, I feel with like the PS4 controller. I think it's better than the previous ones, but. PS4 is pretty good. They made some nice changes yeah, to it, but the, it. the amount of hours I put into PlayStation in general. Just that controller. Mm-hmm. It's I, I love it. It's it's a part of me. Um, and then probably my top one would be uh, GameCube. GameCube. GameCube controller. It's for the for the time the buttons that I had on it, the games that came out for yeah, it. Yeah. It again, it was a smaller. It was a more you know smaller controller. It fit right. It just felt right. It was good. It was a great. You talk great about controller. you talk about. Game controllers like they were former lovers. That's all I'm thinking you'll, about. You'll always. I, just, I was waiting like, for Matt to burst out laughing. These sound like cheesy love letters you wrote to old girlfriends. The like. sexual innuendos <laughs> in that whole segment. There was none. You're dirty. You got a dirty mind. You it was sick, part of me. Man, it felt right. It fit right. <laughs> You're sick. I can't. I can't quit you. <laughs> I played so much with it. Yeah. It became part of me. Yeah. 
<laughs> sounded like the PlayStation controller was his virginity. You sounded like Garth. You sounded like Garth Elgar describing a new pair of underwear. I'm just waiting for Matt or someone to break down, but I Matt, see Matt laughing. Good. I'm like, nope, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not fine for this. That was First, good. it's constrictive, then it but becomes in, a part of you. But in all reality, it, it seriously was. It was it, probably my. It, it not probably it is my favorite controller. It's it's a great great controller. And let's you, you sick bastard. What do you do with controllers? You hold them in your hands, and if you feel them, you hold them tight. And you know you well you don't do, caress do, them. Do <laughs> that went too far there. Get a little wrist action in there. Well, with the Wiimote. see what happens. Right, that's true. Mario Party Eight. We've that, all been there. That with Mario shaker, Party. that shaker mini game. Woo! Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I, I can't look you guys in the eye anymore. This has gotten a little weird. <laughs> all right. A little... On that note, we're gone gaming. <laughs> 